now recording. Oh god, Craig is so scary. His, I don't know. Every every time I hear Craig's voice, I'm just like, it's Skynet. Yeah, Um, every every time. Welcome everybody. Um, This is the next episode of of Beautiful Lorecast Eternals. Ogres, my lord. Still dying from coughing. Ogres. So um. Yeah, we're doing yeah. ogres. We're finally doing ogres so we can get like half of the Discord off of our ass about it. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> my name is Mitchell. I'm one of these beautiful co-hosts slash producer. I edit everything. I am the spiritual essence of the Great Mall. Also known oh, as Jacob. Name? Also known as Jacob. Nice to meet you, Jacob. Yeah. Please don't eat me. I will try my best. And I um, am the swamp creature. Swamp. Oh my god, Mitchell! I'm having a you. Yeah, it's so early. <laughs> I know. It's it's because I'm not wearing my headphones. But no, uh, I am the swamp creature that is Phil. It's a pleasure to meet you all again. So yeah, um, Phil is going to sound a little weird. His we could not get his mic working, so we're working on the portability. And um, laptops don't agree with microphones, so that's about it. Yeah, we're doing a little experiment to see how laptops work, so Phil might sound a little weird. We're not yeah. going to make him drive back to Houston to go record this, because I got hockey in, like, four hours. Yeah, yeah so, Phil, not. just, like, scream, and, like, we'll be able to hear you. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> so, um, but, yeah, we're doing we're doing ogres for this episode, um, but before we hop into it, we do have a couple announcements. Mitchell, do you want to roll off the new Patreon members? Um, we got John and not new, but back question mark Levi. Yeah. Cause he was like here and then he left and he came back. Right. Yep. Yeah. I just want to know that, um, every time I hear his name, I just hear the uh, main theme song from season one attack on Titan. Yes. And I'm all, also, I'm pretty sure this is the same Levi that broke his back in order to buy a house. Oh God. That was a fucking wild ride of story the ultimate oh, sacrifice man sacked himself <laughs> sacked himself so his family could live yes <laughs> oh fuck yeah that was that was a wild ass story yeah dude that, that if it's story, the same I, person I, whenever i first heard it i thought it was some kind of like joke that i was being told and they were like no dude like this is a member of our discord and i was like oh shit what mm-hmm. shit was wild yeah um also um for how lazy we are, we finally got around to getting everybody to judge the what was the kit bash contest. I want to talk about and, it. And um, <laughs> well, nobody actually. I literally, I just got bored. I was like, "Come on, guys, let's." To be fair, I I did send you my shit like the morning of the next day. Yeah. Um. So um. Drum roll, please. You can't hear, but okay. Um. In first place, um, was Mabel. Ayo. Mabel had a really that was a really roster, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's a really good kit bash. Like good good shit. Good shit. Yeah. Um and the uh, the two runner runners up were uh, Destro and Elmsword. Both of y'all's models were also fantastic. Like everyone involved did a really good job. Thank y'all for participating and keep on the modeling because y'all are fucking awesome at it. Yeah, no, all the models submitted were really good. Uh, yeah, no, I'm really proud of all y'all. And like, like I, I pride myself because I'm not a big painter, but I am a big model builder. Like, I love kit bashing and doing model stuff. So I pride myself on being really good at that. But like, y'all, y'all were fucking fantastic. So good on y'all, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, um, and sooner or later we will do it. We will do another contest. Um, so don't be afraid to join the Discord and randomly throw in a contest. 
Yep. We're, we're, we, we're, we're trying to do quarterly contests and just, just to kind of keep the Discord being active and whatnot. So there will be a new one coming relatively-ish soon. Yep. And um, yeah, so feel, re- <laughs> feel free to throw in throw in your hat into the ring. Try it out. And um, to those who weren't around when we first explained it, this, uh, this first year of the contest is kind of a trial run to kind of see what contests do and don't work. After this first year, we'll be introducing like more prizes and things like that for the winners and whatnot once we get a better feel on what does and doesn't work. Right now, it's all bragging, bragging rights. It's all bragging rights to say that I'm better than you are. Yeah. Okay. That's- um, oh, last but not least, shout out to the Patreon. As always, you guys are awesome. Welcome to new members. Thank you to the old members. Hope hope, hope you all stick around for a while. And um, you guys are fucking awesome. As always, thank you all so much. Thank you very much. Uh, so yeah, I think now now it's time so, for the Hungry Hungry Hippos. So goes my lord. So, um... This, this joke will never get out. Never. Uh, yeah, um... Who wants to start off? I think I'll, I'll, take, I'll take crack at it. <clears throat> okay. So, like, ogres are really interesting because, like, as far as lore goes, there's not a whole lot of lore for them. Like, they're involved in lots of fights and battles, but there's not, like, a whole lot of hardcore lore like the Stormcast Eternals have or do you, do you Senor Plot Armor. Red shirts? They're, they're red shirts from, like, they're... Oh, God. From Star um, Trek? Yeah, they're just kind of thrown out there just to be like, hey, here's a big baddie. They need to die. Yeah, if yeah, they were like bad. nine they foot like, tall and ate like a whole ass cow like, for dinner. Like, the amount of like in the books I have listened to just like, oh, we walked up to a random ogre house. Oh, no. And they came back and now this entire group of seven people need to kill this one ogre. And they all almost die in the process. But hey, they killed the ogre. Well, and I it's mean, just, like. And I feel like it's almost a tool just to like kill off a person that needed to die. But like, how how can they how can they fight an enemy but make it big and bad enough where it's not just like a single orc? So it's a nine foot tall mountain of man meat. Yeah, yeah. That that's kind of like how I feel like they treat the ogres in the lore. But honestly, they're really cool. They're they're awesome. Um, for the how little lore they do have, they have a decent amount. Well, it's what they weird. do, what they do have that's really cool is they have a cool culture and a cool subculture. So, well, there's not a yeah. whole lot of like lore for them. When you break down their society, it's actually pretty interesting. That's what yeah. I like about ogres. Is like they have the kind of tribal, tri- tribalistic, you know, um, thing going going for them. But they're also yeah. they're really diverse in like what makes up those tribes. So, um, and, yeah, it's pretty cool. What is an ogre? I want you to imagine, um, take Kingpin from Marvel. Make him okay. Hold on. Tall. I would say more fat bastard from Austin Powers. No, 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 no. Get in my belly. No, no, no. <laughs> Specifically, the kingpin from Into the Spider Verse. Yes. <laughs> Large. That man. Large. And he, and he hungry. Like constantly eats, and cannibalism is not off the menu. Meat is meats back on the menu, boys. Constantly. Yeah. Oh so, God. Their their idea of the constant culture or what they do is like their culture is really based around the idea of just eating and looking for food and gathering like always constantly so thinking what, about the what next I'm hearing, meal. What I'm hearing is that they are the ultimate form of Te- capitalism. Um, and teenage boys that's going through puberty. Oh my god! I think this <laughs> look at it, look at it, you, Jacob. Okay, Mr. we're not. Ate at, like sat there and 
ate through the entirety of a Chinese buffet. It was me and Sean and Leland. It was not just me. <laughs> Don't give me that bullshit. And they didn't eat through the entire one. They got kicked out after the owner was like, you have literally eaten me out of house and home. Leave. We were all 16, all in going through the middle of puberty, and we were all in sports and shit. We'd all come back. We're all come, we're all just done practicing. We were all hungry as fuck, tired as shit. And once again, puberty is a hell of a drug. <laughs> And Chinese yeah. food is like you are full and then you're not. <laughs> oh, God. It like, is. just saying. Like, I'm just saying, like, like, yes, we were being fat asses, but it wasn't like we were being egregious fat asses. Like, I'm just saying. Now, us going for McDonald's after, that was fat ass. <laughs> that was the unnecessary part. <laughs> that, is, that is true ogre energy, that right? Was, that, right there, that was the out-of-pocket shit. <laughs> oh, um, really? So you got kicked out of a Chinese buffet, all you can eat. Uh, what'd you do after that? Oh, you know, we went and ate more food. Got a Big Mac? <laughs> <laughs> oh, listen, listen, listen. I, I, I just said it, but I'm going to say it again. Puberty is a hell of a drug. <laughs> yep. Um, but, uh, but to a certain extent, like, that's kind that that, that really is a, um, a, a big part of ogre, like, religion is eating. Because they one of the gods they follow i think it's called the the hungering no the gul so, the gulping no, so, god so, right no um so what the gods are is not just gods they're aspects of gorkamorka yeah um and it's the the god is either called well they got multiple aspects you got the the gulping god the sun eater the sun eater um i guess the great maw no know. no no the great, the great maw that's that's a yeah, world no, that was thing. the great mon no longer exists. I will say that does piss me off, though, because I think the gigantic demonic Sarlacc pit that the, that the ogres worship was really cool. And the fact that AOS is just like, oh, it's just Gorkamorka again. I'm not going to lie. That kind of pisses me off. Like, I feel like they pulled so much from AO from from fantasy. Just like just give us them all back and just like make it a little different. But Bro, like yeah, just last- being just being hungry, Gorkamorka, I just kind of feels like kind of bullshit. I'm not going to lie. Like, I, oh, I really the like the Great Maw. The rats got to keep the Great Horned Rat. The ogre should have gotten to keep the Great uh, the Maw. Well, that's yeah. the thing, though, is like, 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 like listen to this real, real quick. I, I know I'm cutting you off, Mitchell, but just like, just, just hear me out. And then and then I'll shut the fuck up about it. If the entire point of Daughters of Cain is everyone thinking they're worshiping Cain when Rathy's like, GG lols, Cain's dead... Is it really too much to think about or, or to, 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 to understand that maybe the ogres are just worshipping a hole in the ground and that's all that it is? Like, if that was their god, but the funny part was it was actually just a fucking hole in the ground with like, it, 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 with like some goblins or something living at the bottom eating all the food they dump into it. Like First of all, o- that, that that would be hilarious. With but ogre intelligence, the, with ogre intelligence, how they um redid the religion is actually really not that bad, um, because first of all, it's kind of like okay, you take Gorkamorka, you call him the gulping god because he's absolutely wants to eat absolutely he wants to eat everything. So in the realm of Gur, he sat there and was trying to eat all the pretty much the realm. Um, so like all these bite marks are in these re- or all these ravines in the realm of girl, the bite marks of Gorkamorka. Um, and then since he couldn't fixate his hunger from trying to actually eat the realm, there was so much saliva coming from his mouth. It filled up these ravines, kind of creating rivers. And from those rivers of saliva is oh, what's that's fucking sp- grody. What is what spawned the ogres. So they are the manifestation 
of um, Gorka hunger. Gorka hunger. Yeah. Here's some here's something cool that I was thinking of is if you remember from our if we remember from our Gloom Spite episode um two weeks ago when Gorka created the bad moon because he was eating the realms and then decided that he wanted to eat the moon because he was so hungry. Maybe that wasn't just Gorka Maybe that was actually the gulping god version of Gorka So maybe the ogre's god is what made the bad moon. I mean, they're the same god, but yes, okay. But a different aspect. Yeah, fair point. I'm just saying, like... Sorry. Kind of makes sense. Yeah. Um, that Not only that, there's also... Um, there is the Everwinter. Um, that's kind of a different aspect. We'll we'll go into the Everwinter we go when we go into Bleed. The Beast Riders. Are, yeah. yeah. And then there's the other aspect called the Sun Eater. Um, in my notes, for some stupid reason, I put Soul Eater, the anime. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Bro, that's a great fucking manga. I love Obviously. that manga. Um, but the whole entire thing about like the aspect of the Sun Eater was that um Gorkomorka or the gulping god got hungry. I was like, I'm going to go eat the sun. So he ate the sun in Gur, and it really, it was such spicy food in his he got, belly. He got some pretty bad acid reflux. And burnt out fire, and it was from this fire, and when it coalesced, it created Akshi. Okay, that actually is pretty cool, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Um, I do want to point out that, like, Gorkamorka likes to eat celestial bodies. Yeah. So, point really out, so, when you really think about it in the terms, because, like, re- really, none of this makes sense. Like, of all the other episodes of gods and religion that we have done through Age of Sigmar, none of this makes sense, but I love how it actually shows their culture instead of, like, it's not being shown from Sidious' Sigmar point of view. This is literally the ogre's point of view. Well, and, I like, also, how they see the world. I also like how closely the ogres embody their religion. Like, if if there's a human worshipping Sigmar, like, they're like, okay, cool, let's, like, fuck over chaos, and let's, like, be nice to people, and, like, be good, and, and, and raise cities, and spread order, and dirt, 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 But the ogres are like, oh, man, our god eats lots of things, we eat lots of things. Our god ate, ate the sun, we try to eat lava and shit. You know, like, they, it's not like they try to, they try to, like, embody the like aspects and like do what they think they're no it's like it's like cool though our god eat shit we eat shit it's simple it's as simple as that our god eat fire we eat fire (laughs) yeah it's honestly just absolutely amazing and it's so it's so simple kiss keep it simple stupid (laughs) and it makes it such an amazing race to actually like follow and look the ogres ain't ain't exactly got a bunch of brain cells to rub together yeah well some of them are cunning Remember, all of destruction. They're brutally cunning and cunningly brutal. But they are kind of dumb, I was going to make though. a joke about that. They are very stupid. They, they are kind of dumb, very, though. They are very <laughs> stupid, yeah. Um, um, but yeah, that's that's the gods. The, the, those, those are the two main gods that the ogres follow. And that kind of does shape the different, like, sex. Gods, aspects. In, aspects, yes. And but that kind of shapes the the different sects of ogres that are in the tribes, because mm-hmm. um do we want we want to go over like the actual cultures like the gutbusters and firebellies and and dirt dirt Just to be clear, you said sect with s c t right? Yes, sect. Okay, Sorry, cool. sects. Sub sub subcultures. Subcultures. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Um, my my lisp kicks my ass with that word. Um. um but yeah, you, we want to go over like the different subcultures like the gut busters and shit actually i want to 
go down of how like the tribes are really broken down first mainly because that's it's easier to understand the subcultures after you cover that because they're broken up into mod tribes um and these mod tribes are they resemble one of these subcultures such as beast claw raiders or the fire bellies or gut all right no, okay no, no that's um, cool. take us away um and with through like the mod tribes are the society uh, this are the society aspect of the ogre mod tribes um then in there you have your warring groups pretty much and they're called war gluts yeah. um and these war gluts go out on pretty much hunts and they what they 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 kind of go on hunts just to go bring back food and they kind of go into this they hunt in a spiral pattern um, and this is what they actually call what the Great Maw got changed to instead of like a big old hole in the ground. The Great Maw is now actually their hunting pattern because it within the spiral, there would be like jag, like little offshoots of when you look at it from the sky, it looks like just teeth of like the original Great Maw. Or you think um, that that's kind of like a hit at the Great Maw of the yeah, of, of the world um, it was. And it just keeps on expanding further and further out, so nobody's like really safe. Um, it's just the further you, the further away you are, the more time you have to live your life before you get absolutely nommed on, nommed on by some random ogre. Because oh, and yeah, right. And the 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 war gluts, those are more like gutbusters, right? Um, no, they're just the warring. They're the like they're just the war tribes, or not the war tribes, the war bands, pretty much. They're okay. Um, that's every single sub faction has their own war glut. Okay. Um, and it's kind of the, each war glut's kind of led by two different people. You have your slaughter master. Um, the slaughter master will actually like open up the innards of what they caught and they will you they kind of get like a reading from the innards be like, we're going to go this direction and all that good jazz. So they're oh, kind so of kind of like the old uh, uh, wasn't it the Greek or the Romans who used to read the entrails of animals? I think so. I think um, it was the Romans. Was it the Romans that also used chickens to do luck? Yeah, I think they used like chickens and lambs and they would like cut open their innards. Yeah, um, but then the other person who actually runs these um, war, war guts um war gluts is the tyrant and he's the one who actually like really controls the group and is he's the real leader he's in the best sense of terms the captain of the ship they're gonna listen to him and the way that you actually move up in the like the society of the war gluts is defeating your leader and eating him because ogres are not against cannibalism they actually kind of like you killed the man he has meat on him i'm gonna eat the man it's like listen don't don't waste anything homie like you yeah. killed him you gotta eat that shit yeah so it kind of goes through this idea of like the pure destruction mentality of survival the fittest or might makes right type of thing if you can beat him and eat him do that if you beat him yeah you you deserve to rule and that's kind of how their war gluts that's kind of set up that's mighty sith of them yeah you know minus the aggressive amounts of cannibalism yeah <laughs> i feel like that's that, that's how almost every single ogre like story ends is and then he ate him yeah <laughs> that or just, he died oh that or he died i just gotta get that <laughs> feeling you know what i mean <laughs> yeah 
Um, who do we want to cover first? Do we want to cover Firebellies, Beast Claw Raiders? Well, let's just do Gutbusters because we were just talking about Wargluts war and like, okay, that's that's like where the time it resides and whatnot. So I think that makes sense. So so Gutbusters. Um, yeah, go ahead and go. Um, for some reason, my mind is going to the okay. idea because no, no, there's like good, there, there's because I was thinking like there's two different major subcultures which is overall mod tribes and gut busters um but in gut busters you have other subcultures no you I, are I, I got you i, I got you bellies and man eaters okay i got Yo, you i got you hit me, all hit right me. okay uh, uh, okay hold on now I, wait wait a minute i'm i'm on i'm on comfy now <laughs> um no so so gut buster gut busters um in my opinion from what i have read they kind of make up the majority of ogres in the ogre ma tribes. Like, they're 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 kind of the ba- like I guess the basic ogre is gonna be a gut buster. They're the big boys with the club, the sword, or whatever that they run around eating shit. Like, like they're they're just they're like the stereotypical ogre. Um. Yes. When you and think ogre, you think of these guys. You, you think it of a gut buster. Um. They're also gonna be where the tyrant lives. Like realistically, like like. A, a tyrant is normally drawn from the ranks of the gutbuster. Tyrant, not always, but normally, tyrants being the leader of, of of the tribe, the biggest baddest ogre that eats everything. Yada yada yada. And I think slaughtermasters come from the gutbusters too, butchers and slaughter and slaughtermasters, and they're the ones that like read the hunger of Gorkamorka and direct the tribes to go certain places. Um. But that's that. That's what a gutbuster is. They 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 are like they're like the body of the tribe. They are the stereotypical ogre, and they they make up the body of the tribe. Like when you have like beast riders and fire bellies, which which we'll go over in a second, and like they're parts. But like realistically, the gutbusters they're they're the core of what the tribe is. Yeah, that, that's how I, that's how I see a gutbuster. Oh, ogre mod tribes are really divided in two major subcultures. Gosh, I'm gonna weirdly bring religion into this, but it will make sense. Always. Um, <laughs> um, so you have ogre, you have the gutbusters, and then you have beast claw raiders. I want you to imagine that two schism is between like Eastern Orthodoxy and Catholicism, where Catholicism is the gutbusters and Eastern Orthodoxy is the beast claw raiders. It really hasn't changed since then, but Catholicism had its own schism, where it's um, you have Protestants and um, Catholicism still. Um, and between with those two schisms, it, it would be like fire bellies and. Um, Oh, I lost myself there. Man-eaters? Uh, man- man-eaters, yes. So that that's kind of like how I see this division because like there's you have the overarching thing that is gutbusters, but within gutbusters, gut there's also still subcultures. Yeah. So speaking of the two main um, cultures, let's go into Beast Claw Raiders. Okay. So um, again... Oh, and before you start, Mitchell, I'm, I'm going to want to go... While we're on Beast Claw Raiders, I'm gonna to want to talk a little bit about like the beasts and shit, if um as well, like the okay. stone horns and things like that. I'll let you talk about all that, but like when it comes to Beast Claw Raiders, you have one of the first things is like that people need to understand about it is the Beast Claw Raiders are actually kind of cursed in a way. Um, they're they're an offshoot of the over of the Ogre Maw tribes, and they're kind of seen as um they're not well liked because they're seen as they didn't actually follow the orders of Gorkamorka, so they were cursed by this thing called the Everwinter. 
Um, there's a few theories of how the Everwinter actually became into a thing. Um, first, the first theory is like it was cast um, by Sigmar for de de um, cast onto the ogres by Sigmar for defying the truce between Sigmar and Gorkamorka. Um, what that truce is and how they broke it, I'm not sure. Oh no, um, no, that, well, that, no, that, that's the age of myth when Gorkamorka told Sigmar to fuck off and went on a gigantic wog. Yeah, but like, why not on all the other stuff? Hence why I didn't know exactly what truce. Um, and, and real quick, before he continues, um, like the name is kind of self-explanatory, but if you, can't, if you can't picture it, Everwinter, gigantic, angry, magical blizzard. Yep. Um, there's another myth, which kind of goes into like, it was a curse placed on them by the great, or by Gorkamorka himself for eating the remains of Yalnar or Jonnar. I'm going to say Yalnar because it sounds more like a Viking thing. Oh, is um, that... Is, is is that the 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 the, the godfather of, of um Bahamut? Or the father of Bahamut? So. No, I don't think so. Um, but the reason why Gorkamarker was so angry is because he was going. That was for me. I was saving that for myself. How dare you eat that? So he didn't put the curse of the Everwinter on them. So the blizzard will Hold always on. fall. So what I'm hearing is. Yanar was the bread. The ogres are Lada, and Gorkamorka is you catching Lada in the bread. God. Why you gotta do him dirty like that? Why you gotta bring back up such bad memories? Bread cat. <laughs> she doesn't eat tortillas though. Only na 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 bread cat. So one na 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 bread cat. One thing that I read uh, while looking this up was that the Everwinter, some of the ogres can actually channel the Everwinter, like, yep. for magic. Oh, yeah, buddy. I haven't gotten there yet. Um, I find that there, there, fucking hilarious. Still, there's still one more theory, is that the um, the Everwinter actually comes from the Ice Vaults of Shayish, um, where Nagash actually held the Winter Gods, and the ogres got so hungry, and... and like in their search for food, they opened up these old, like these ice bolts and re like unleashed the winter gods, and the winter gods cursed them. That's amazing. Could you so, imagine? No, could you imagine being a beast claw, um, raider and like starting shit in your tribe with other ogres, like just starting shit because ogres fight, and the other ogre decides to flex on you by literally summoning the power of what you consider to be your Satan? Yes. <laughs> Like, oh, you want to you wanna fuck with me, huh? You want to fuck with me? Satan, Everwinter, Beast, Ra Beast Claw, Ra Raider, just, like, dies. <laughs> yeah. So, um... Fucking dead. So, also, to give the idea of what this Everwinter actually is, the Everwinter is a constant blizzard that just chases these, like, the Beast Claw Raiders. Um, and there is no outrunning it. They kind of always live on the fringe of it, but... If the Beast Claw Raiders actually get caught in the middle of the Everwinter, they do not die. They just freeze there. Um, and they become frozen. And they get they go they start to go mad because they're still hungry. So they can be they can literally sit there for centuries just well, starving. That's a, that's actually funny because I'm um, real quick. I'm gonna go into one of the um types of beasts that uh the creatures that Sometimes the ogres like kind of issues mm -hmm. is the is the icefall yetis, and um, I, the icefall yetis they literally come 
from the uh the Everwinter. Or mm-hmm. like, like that's where they live. And um some people think that the Icefall Yetis are just ogres that got caught in the Everwinter. So and it literally says that the um the, the Icefall Yetis are um uh simian um na- uh, nature. So my brain is like, ah yes, the ogres reject modernity, return to monkey. <laughs> <laughs> return to ice monkey <laughs> the ogres yeah. were just like you know what what if instead of being ogres we were just gorilla no gorillas <laughs> basically so, um there are countless ogres that have actually been caught in the actual everwinter and um lo and behold knock on the door here comes nagash necroquake what happened with the necroquake and the everwinter is that it actually moved the Everwinter to the point where all these ogres that were trapped actually became unthawed and they started ravaging like legit hell on the realms because they were, they have gone mentally insane from they're being so hungry, hungry for literal centuries from just being hungry. Um, so um, you can only imagine how that's going for the mortal realms. Yeah, I'm sure they're doing. I'm sure they're doing fucking great. Yeah, God is one. Add one more tally to shit Nagash has fucked up. <laughs> oh my god. I feel Dude, like ever Nagash since we is just the fucking. Just I feel like ever since we talked about fucking soul wars, every single episode at some point is like, this happened and Nagash fucking caused it. Every yep. episode. There's something yep. that Nagash fucked up. That's why Nagash is the best character. Such a dick. Best Can you imagine just being like normal ass fucking dude. And and just like something horrible comes up, and it's like fucking Nagash. I feel like fucking Nagash has become has become the remember the meme back in like 2014 where it was like damn it Obama that meme, like for every like we people just like blame Obama for everything just because it was a meme. Thanks Obama. Thanks Obama. Thanks, Obama. Yeah. Obama. Thanks Obama. That thanks Nagash. That's what that is. It's just, that, yeah. That's what it's turned into. <gasps> oh, that's a good T-shirt idea. Just thanks Nagash. <laughs> thanks Nagash. Right. Um, I'm just like... saying, that's how it feels. Yep. Would you like to cover a bit of their monsters? Well, uh, real quick before um I go into that, I do think it's pretty cool because, like, if war gluts are for gut busters, Alfro stuns are to beast claw raiders. Like, that's what their, like, hosts are called. I think it's pronounced Al- Alfro stuns, and I just think that word's funny. I thought Alfro stuns were, like, the original... um main grouping no yeah alpha stuns yeah alpha stuns i have like i i have no idea why it's called that but like i just think that word is kind of neat yeah but but alpha stuns they're, they're the traditional like nomadic tribes for the beast claw raiders i'm just like yep. hmm, interesting okay. oh and also um leaders of the beast claw tribes are called frost lords yeah yes um if also anybody on tabletop beast claw raiders are often called monster trucks um, because all you do is just play the big, the big, the big models, and they kind of run around like monster trucks. They just beat the shit out of things. Yep, that is fucking amazing. <laughs> and 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 the cool thing about Beast Claw Raiders is they actually have a pretty interesting um breakdown of their hierarchy because they have like Yorbad, Earlbad, Torbad, a bunch of different like, ranks, and they have Skulls. So they're they're very they're very Viking esque, which is really cool. I think at least. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to talk about some of the mounts and stuff and the beasties that are used. So the, the mounts are more exclusive to the Beast Call Raiders. I think the creatures could be used by anyone, more or less. But anywho, um, one of the, first, the first of the mounts is the Mornfang. 
which um is just like a gigantic rhino. No, not a rhino. Um, fucking. Ah, uh, it's like I think it's like a gigantic wildebeest, but has like gigantic fucking horns and like club leg and club like legs that they beat shit to death with, and they have a really good sense of smell. Almost sounds like a boar. Well, I mean, maybe it's like a like, like a gigantic boar. Yeah, like a Russian boar. Yeah, it's pretty. Oh my god! <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty. Like, it's pretty, pretty simple. They have big ass tusks. They have big ass legs, and they beat shit to death. And they have a pretty good sense of smell too. Yep. And like that. That's pretty much a Morn Fang. Um, stone horns are pretty are, are really cool. So stone horns are like I've always seen snow. Uh, stone horns as like really gigantic, thick, aggressive moose. Yeah, I see it. That's kind of how I see stone horns. I so really like, do see that. Yeah. 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 Like, so, so stone horns is just think like a really I, big, really thick moose. I would just like to point out that moose are already fucking terrifying. The moose's um, um, only natural predator is an orca whale. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. An orca so whale. Like, <laughs> this, like, this is going to give me nightmares. So the, st- so the stone horns, so like I said, big ass, spooky, thick moose, except they, oh, they don't eat grass. They only eat like, rocks and minerals and metal so it literally turns their bones into stone or gemstones or metal and um they're thick as fuck dense as shit very very hard to kill because their skeletons made of fucking rock and they just run around and they murder shit aggressively and they are notoriously bad tempered so like ogres will try to catch them either to tame them or to kill them for their skeleton because their, their skeleton is very um not tough words worth valuable. lots of valuable fuck there we go yeah and the cool oh, something that's cool is like whenever you kill a stone even even after the stone horn is dead you have to make sure the bones don't like stay still too long or too close together because they'll literally they'll literally fuse together into like one big piece of rock that's why it, that's why a stone horn even if it's alive if it stays still for too long its joints will fuse oh into like just one big ass b- b- rock bone, essentially. Oh God! But whenever an ogre tames a stone horn, I, it, whenever they 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 use it as beast of burden, or they ride it into battle. When they ride it into battle, it's two ogres, um, one throwing a gigantic fucking javelin, and one drive and one um, driving the monster. And remember, moose, so big ass stone horns. So whenever it charges into battle, it tends to fuck shit up. So um, I was going. I, I I gotta interrupt you real quick. Um, I, this is this is a tangent, and I'm sorry. Um, so I was going to the Games Workshop website so I can go actually look at these models because I was like, ooh, I just want to go see how they look like and how much they cost. Um, then I saw like the whole entire like tenth edition thing. Does it piss you off that every single time there's a new edition, Ultramarines Blue just constantly keeps on getting darker? Wait, really? I've accepted it. I've just accepted it. Like, honestly, like, I'm looking at the whole entire, like, the battle has evolved thing of, like, Games Workshop. I'm like, paint their hands red and you got crimson fists. That's how dark they are. Oh, oh you mean you, 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 you use Ultramarine Blue to paint crimson fists. Like, how long has that been a thing? Or Ultramarine Blue is what you use to paint crimson fists? Used to. Um, now you do um, Cantor Blue. All right. Like they used to be the same blue, but then somebody was like, "I want to create another blue," and like, "Oh my god, they're so darkly painted!" And I'm like, "What?" So makes no what sense. it is is that Ultramarines are just slowly turning into the Black Templars. Uh, yes, yeah, guys, we have a theory coming about. 
Oh God, please don't. Okay, um, continue. I'm sorry. Uh, Bobby, uh, Bobby G is Rogel Dorn confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> but um, how oh, was? Oh yeah. Um, there's four types of stone horns. So you have like the normal stone horns, which is basically what I just explained. Then you have the black clatter horn, which is just a stone horn that was born in Gur and has a boner from murder. That's nice. basically what a black clatter horn is. You nice. have the fr you have the frost hoof stone horn, which were stone horns that live near the heart of the Everwinter, and 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 because of that, their hooves are like covered in ice and shit. And it makes them really spooky to deal with in combat. And also the um the frost hoof stone horns, if I remember correctly, um ogres will actually hang like meat and shit off their tusks and whatnot because they're so cold it preserves the meat longer. Which I think is actually pretty cool. That's amazing. Uh, you That's you have kind of interesting. Yeah, I think it's pretty neat. Um, so next you have the metal crunches, which are stone horns that like to eat metal. And like, and because of that, they specifically go after enemy war machines. Like, hey, that 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 catapult. I'm a fuck up that catapult. <laughs> um, and then you have the rock main elders. Rock main elders are just stone horns that have actually gotten pretty young, or pr pretty old. I mean, and because of that, their bones are thicker and stronger, so they're a lot more durable than younger stone horns. I I'm assuming that also means they're probably a little slower, but they're just like thick boys. And that's that's basically the, the the subtypes of Stonehorn. What I find funny is the next mount is called a Thunder Tusk, and so Stonehorns, in my opinion, have gotten smaller in AOS than they were in Fantasy. And Thunder Tusks, which are like the really big mounts, are just how big Stonehorns used to be. Because Thunder Tusks, they're basically just like gigantic fucking Stonehorns, like same big ass monster, big ass tusks. Ogres ride them, eat javelins, and, and they charge into prey and fuck shit up. But the only difference is that they also, um... Uh, they have, like, a... They have, like, a frost... They have a frost breath, I think. Yeah, uh, they also look more mammoth-like, so... Yeah, if they're, the they're, stone, they're mammoth-like. The stone has, like, um, actual horns coming out of its head, um, kind of, like, on the side and upper part. The, the thunder tusk actually is more like the elephant, and it kind of, like, has its tusks coming from underneath. And they're they're more forward jutting, yeah. But um, but yeah, uh, thunder tusks they, they come from the more arctic regions of the mortal realms, and um, the and yeah, they they use as mounts. I think the thunder tusks are also can be used as beasts of burden, and they also have like the whole like frost aura thing. So ogres will use them to like hang meat on their tusks and shit as well to preserve it. And they also have the frost breath, which will like just freeze motherfuckers solid like in seconds. Yep. Um, they're also like notoriously hard to tame and very dangerous, but you know, basically everything that the ogres touch is. Yeah. Um, so next, so, so those, those are the mounts more or less. Next, we're going to talk about the creatures. We already talked about the icefall yetis, um, blood vultures. They're birds. I wonder what they do. They're, they're, they're vultures that kind of act more like hawks, but yeah, they're, 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 they're burbs. And frost sabers are just frost sabers are cool. Saber-toothed tigers. So, so, so frost sabers are, are saber-toothed tigers. And unlike the majority of creatures that the ogres deal with, they don't break and tame frost sabers. They raise them from cubs. Aww. So frost sabers are actually 
they're actually really loyal because like Ogre Mom, essentially. Yep. But the cool thing about Frost Sabers is they actually have like ice blood. They have like freezing blood. So whenever they're trying to hunt near the Everwinter, they're basically invisible because they're white and their body doesn't produce heat, so they have no visible breath. That's and pretty cool. and um, ogres can, can can bleed them, so they can like use their blood to create like 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 ice potions and shit. Nice. Yeah, they're really really cool. But yeah, no. Unlike most beasts, the frost saber are sabers are really, really um, loyal to ogres because, like I said, ogre mom. I got uh, my own little frost sabers. One is um currently asleep on my pile of blankets and is is it a festus? It is. It is. It's a festus. always a festus. <laughs> yeah. Um, and last but not least is the rhinox. It's a big ass rhino. Except I think this one has two horns instead of one. But the Rhinox, I think they ride the Rhinox as well as mounts, but they're also but they're very much more like beasts of burden. So like the Rhinoxes will carry um iron blasters in the battle, iron blasters being some ogre artillery, which are basically just like big ass shotgun cannons. Yep. Or the Noblar launcher. Or or the Noblar scrap launcher. Like, yeah. Rhinox are just really good beasts of burden because they're not super big, but they're very strong and they're angry as fuck. So if anyone tries to attack like your artillery or your caravans, like, yeah, well, now you have a gigantic demon rhino to deal with that like wants that that, that craves bloodshed. Yes. Um uh, yeah, but they're 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 found in the Gur in, in the Gurish hinterlands, I think is um, where is where they basically breed and whatnot? But um, and there is a secondary a secondary subrace of rhinox called ca- uh, cave rhinox. Um, they're blind and they're normally cave dwelling, and they're like super angry because they're blind. Which makes no sense to me that how a creature that big will live in a cave, but you know, mortal realms. I mean, AOS. Some not everything has to make sense. Sometimes Magic. the rule. Of, sometimes the rule of cool prevails. Yes. Well, no, I mean, if you think about it, a lot of, uh, in real life, a lot of animals that are nearsighted or naturally have really bad eyesight, they usually end up being, like, really aggressive to make up for that fact. Look at anteaters. They'll kill you. Rhinos, too. Rhinos have really shit eyesight, and so they're, like, if they feel threatened, they'll just charge you. But which is actually really, caves, but... Which is actually really cool, because rhinos are actually pretty fucking docile. You just have to not be a dumbass around them, and you're probably yeah. good. Um, but no, I, I like anteaters because anteaters are basically blind, but they have basically razor blades for thumbs. So like anteaters, if they feel threatened, will literally T-pose on you for dominance. But like they'll like slit your fucking throat or your arteries if you get too close to them. Yeah, because they also manage to hit like 30 miles an hour. Yeah, and they're so fucking sharp that basically it'll be like <laughs> anteaters kind of have the oh my wamusha de you nani energy because you are already dead. Hits you, hits you with the mad thumbs. You're like, oh, that, what happened? Oh, why are my wrists in my throat cut? Because um, the anteater's KD just went up by one. One minute, you're taking a picture of a cute anteater. Next minute, you're meeting God. You're fucking <laughs> anteater body stacked. Let me tell you the story how I got reincarnated. <laughs> it was not, in fact, Truck Coon. It was Anteater Coon. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, they, they literally T-pose on you, and it's fucking hilarious. Like, I, it's just funny. I fucking love anteaters. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think that's about all for Rhinox. I, oh, they're also hunted, not just by um, ogres, but, like, uh, orcs and humans and shit. I think Gargants, like, uh, basically everything uses heart, um, Rhinox for food or beasts of burden, basically. Okay. But they're pretty cool. They're also furry. They're, they're like furry rhinos. 
angry okay. furry rhinos. Would we and, like to um, cover fire about it. next? Yeah, that's about that's about it. So I guess the fire belly the is next. Fire bellies. Fire belly. Okay. okay, so fire bellies. Um, Jacob, if you're an ogre, you're a fire belly because yeah, yeah, I know your ungodly less, love less spicy. for just just spicy food. Even when it comes to the point where it's not even enjoyable anymore, you're still like, yeah, spice. Hey, hey Phil. Hey, Phil. Yeah. Why is, is it spicy? <laughs> why is it spicy? I'll actually say, Mitchell, as I've gotten older, I've come to appreciate spice, but at a level where I can still taste my food. Like when I was younger, I was like, I want to not feel, I want my mouth to feel nothing but pain. But as I've gotten older, I'm like, I like spice, but I like spice in a way that enhances the taste of my food, not just take away the taste because like my throat's bleeding. <laughs> Yes. See, as I've gotten older, I've come to realize life is enough pain. I don't need more in my food. <laughs> well, the cool thing about spicy food, so I think a big reason why I like spicy food so much when I was younger is because, like, um, eating spicy food literally makes your brain produce, um, I think it's serotonin. Yeah. I think it or literally. It, dopamine. It, it, dopamine. dopamine. It, it literally makes your brain produce happy chemicals. So, like, um, whenever I would eat spicy food when I was younger, I'd get super giddy and whatnot. Oh, this so I'm having a great time. And I didn't understand why. And then I was like, oh, man, I'm literally drugging myself. Nice. So um, I decided, like, maybe I should calm that shit down. So fire bellies. Um, they are the ones that kind of follow the aspect of Gorka Morker for the Sun Eater. Um, and, and there are a lot of their rituals, rites, all that good jazz. They try to emanate or... Is that the correct word? They try to replicate what the sign eater did and they kind of go through and they just eat the spiciest of foods or they literally eat fire, cold. I, they Lava. eat something. They eat something so they can breathe fire. Yeah, I was going to be like, no, you know, Mitchell, it's not just spicy food. These motherfuckers put lava in their mouth. <laughs> yeah, um, and they really, honestly, they, they weirdly pray to like ash and well, not flame. Flames is not weird, but well, they praying praying to ash is weird. Well, volcanoes um, and whatnot. I think like they 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 specifically seek out volcanoes, right? Um, flames, volcanoes, all that good jazz. Anything that's hot and on fire. And um, what's super funny is the reason why they eat shit that like would literally kill anyone else. It's, I think their stomachs are literally oiled. Like their stomachs are protected against those super like 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 fire and lava and shit, so it doesn't fucking kill them. Like there's some weird magic bullshit going on with fire bellies. They can eat this shit. It doesn't kill them. And they literally start fire breathing on people. Yeah. Also, it's to the point where they will actually hunt down certain fire blooded beasts. Um, and I think really the main one that we all know of is the magma droth. They will go down and hunt magma droths just to eat it. Oh, man. I like to think that that's a grudging. <laughs> it is literally so spicy that it just combusts inside of their stomach. What I'm hearing is that the fire bellies made the one chip challenge. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Good to know. Good to know. That's just their favorite snack. So, like, That's if their fire culture, they, they if, like fire and breathing it. So, what I'm hearing is if Sigmar just let the fire bellies deal with Volcatrix, we'd still have Grimnir. Not bring that up, but yes. <laughs> Just like, why say Grimnir? Get fucked. But like, yeah, just like, I'm saying like, the fight between Volgatrix and Grimnir, badass, super, super cataclysmic and like, duel the fates in the background, 100%. But what would you prefer? Badass fight between Grimnir and Volgatrix or watching Volgatrix get swarmed by thousands of super hungry, spicy dick ogres? 
I think the ogre route would have been a whole lot, lot more funny. Or just Volcatrix like, yeah. ah, no, fuck, ah, and the ogre's just like, mm, meat's it's, back on the menu, boys. It's like the, it's like the thing. Would you like rather fight a horse-sized chicken or um, a thousand chicken-sized horses? <laughs> yeah, like which one is just more funny would, to watch? Would you, would you want to fight one gorilla or a thousand five-year-olds? <laughs> um, yeah, I think that'd be fucking hilarious. Yeah. That's about it. They 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 worship the sun. That pretty much. Or well, the the, and they they, they, they yeah. worship the sun eater, and they actually have their own like spell lores. Yeah, which the is lore of the lore sun of the sun eater. Yeah, that was the last thing. Is like they have their own magic derived from their belief in the sun eater, which is just like, hey, you kids want to set shit on fire? Yeah. And I think um, our, last, our last one are um, man eaters. Well, here she yeah. Comes. Watch out, boy. Shoot you. Fuck you, Mitchell. <laughs> Dude, Damn it. I'm going to be honest. Man eaters are probably my favorite of all of them. You want to go over? They're like, you know what? You know what we're going to do? We're Fat just going to be mercenaries. Fat so, pirates. That's what they are. <laughs> what's actually funny is, do you know why man eaters are called man eaters in AOS? Not well, not in general, like in, in fantasy, but you, like why they're called man eaters in AOS? No. Elaborate. It's because when Gorkamorka betrayed Sigmar in Age of Myth, the ogres got to eat man again. Literally while they're called man-eaters. That is disturbing. Their, their name is literally a walking, talking reminder of Gorkamorka telling Sigmar to suck a fat dick. <laughs> nice. So one of my favorite things about the ogre man-eaters is that whenever we were doing our uh episode for the inquisitors remember those and we read the books yeah yes so for that episode the vampire that was like the main villain of the book that i was reading or one of the main villains his retinue was made up of zombified ogre man eaters oh that's not fucking terrifying yeah, like that that was his personal bodyguard were zombified uh ogre man eaters who had served huh. him back and he was still a mortal man. Huh. All right, okay. all right, all right, okay, okay, okay. Um I'm currently well, looking at a picture of a man eater and it's fighting a elf. They kinda got drip. Um they have first of all, yeah, mad drip. Second of all, they're twice the size as the elf. Third of all, there's a lot of dead dead elves in the area, making me happy. Ozzy Ozzy will remember that. that. They're literally <laughs> twice as tall and probably ten times as heavy. Also, three times as wide. Yeah. Listen, all right, I'm saying like is five times. Listen, all I'm saying is, how would you like your how would you like the crust on your pizza? Extra thick. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Uh. Something Extra else is cool. Thick. Look! Look! I'm hungry. All I want is I want you to take a Chicago deep dish pizza and then put another Chicago deep dish pizza on top of it and just serve it to me. What like do you that. want your what do you want your pizza stuffed with? Another pizza. <laughs> Bruh. Dude, that stuffed pizza from Papa Murphy's. Oh god, it's so it's so much. I can't. Oh my god. It's so much pizza. It's but like so the much. Managers, they demolish it. I look at that yep. pizza and my heart burns like, do it, bitch. I fucking dare you. <laughs> um, okay. 
another cool thing about oh shit my mic ah another cool thing about um and managers is well a how you become man eater is um you you have to abandon your tribe i'm pretty sure like you can't be a part of a tribe and be a man eater unless you get contracted by said tribe i don't think man eaters like naturally exist with, with within ogre tribes i don't think um but I, I don't know if this is something they still do in aos but something I really liked about man eaters and fantasy was no man eater was the same. Every man eater had had a different had different looks and different weapons depending on who they contracted themselves out. So you'd have man eaters that would work for the empire back in back in fantasy, and they'd have like the feathers in their hat, and they'd have a couple like breastplates that they would probably would have paid and to be made for them to give them some armor or a fancy like you know, gut plate with like Imperial heraldry on it because that was where they were and that was who they worked for. Or yeah, you'd they have man looked more like privateers. Yeah, or you'd have man eaters working out for the fucking elves and they'd have and they would have like the elven heraldry and like their and they're like big pointy hats and shit and they would and, and, and they would make themselves look like that and they would use more elvish weapons or you'd have them working for honest to God pirates and they'd be, you know, swinging around anchors like flails. And I just really liked that because I felt like it really gave them life because, like, it was just no, no, no man eater was the same. And it looked really cool. But just take a second and think about a man eater working and contracting with the dwarves, an ogre, and fully encased heavy fucking dwarven armor. Oh my God. With the gigantic fucking hammer. Unstoppable. Literal Absolute fucking unit. Tank. Also, second. Aren't man-eaters even just, like, larger than normal ogres? I don't know, actually. I, I'm reading this line, it's like, wild, oversized ogre warriors. I mean, maybe. Like, I guess, realistically, um, I, I know a big thing about being a man-eater is, like... And once again, this is back in fantasy. I, I'm not sure if there's any connection to AOS, but, like, in fantasy, like, ogres were really sought after for mercenaries because they were so destructive and so good. So man eaters would charge absorbent prices because like they knew what they were worth. And a lot of times besides like fucking bitches and getting money, a big part of man eater payment was like, Hey, you're going to feed me literally as much as I fucking want. And when I'm fighting your enemies, you're not going to give me an ounce of shit for also eating them. <laughs> so like a certain, uh, you know, like, like man eaters that are pretty hey, man, prolific. I mean, it cuts down on food costs. Just saying like man eaters who are in a really, you know, hectic area that do lots of fighting and get paid a lot are probably eating a whole fuckload and they ain't got to share with nobody. Yeah, so, like, I could, I could see a man there getting pretty thick if, you know, they played their cards right. Yep. Just saying. But also, like, something I thought of is I don't think I've ever seen this, but could you imagine a man-eater working for Skaven? What, oh is an o- what does an ogre have? A fucking Gatling gun. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you want to see Storm Vermin, but not actually Storm Vermin? Ogres, my lord. That's an upgrade from the, <laughs> like, normal, normal gut busters or um, the iron blasters. What, what are they called? Oh my god, why am I forgetting? Um, instead of this using an actual cannon, they're just using a mini, mini gun. A that- mini gun. All, all I can think of is like ogres working for like four or five ogres working for skaven armed with fucking gigantic rattling guns fighting against like the elves or like the empire and it's just the scene from the last samurai with the gatling gun murdering all of the samurai (laughs) can you just imagine a group of ogres that are just carrying around one of the um what's the laser 
Oh, the fucking warplane cannons? Yes, I would just oh like to see like three carrying that and be like, fire! I'm firing my little as ogres start death starring people. Dude, no, that's disgusting. Stop. Oh, no, 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 an ogre with a gigantic warp grinder. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just going to stab you with this thing and just start drilling the shit out of you. Oh, no, no. Lord, that'd be so fucking cool. Um, but yeah, them's his man-eaters. They're super neat. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, I, I couldn't find anywhere in AOS that, that, that said the whole, like, man-eaters take the drip of who they're working for. I wouldn't be surprised if they still do it, but they just specifically said that in fantasy, and I just really like that, because I just think that's a pretty unique thing to do. And, like, it, what it also does is, like, y you know how in 40k, when you're making orcs, there's really no there's no way to build orcs. It's just kind of like, hey, do whatever the fuck you want because that's kind of how orcs roll. Like, kit bash yeah. to your heart's content. It's the same thing with ogres. Yeah, I kind of think if you're, if you're making ogre maw tribes and you want to do man-eaters, you could just have them look however the fuck you want because, like, hey, I'm just making some... some I'm making some man-eaters that are working for dark elves, so, like, they have dark elf drill. Or yeah. I'm making some man-eaters that are working for, I don't know, the fucking... Sylvaneth, so like they have trees, or like maybe they have like some trees growing through them, or some weird plant shit. I always love, or or Eden, or Eden at Deepkin, like it's an ogre riding a shark. I always <sighs> uh, love having a faction like this where you can just say, Hey, this I'm adding this literally anywhere for flavor, and it's a hundred percent lore accurate. Yeah, I kind of want to do man eaters. Oh my god, Gaven, so I can oh. have that the death cannon. Just that would can't be... bash a man-eater with a Skaven uh, Storm Vermin. Like, but listen, a man-eater riding with Eden of Deepkin, riding a gigantic war turtle. <laughs> yes. Bro, that'd be I'm, crazy as hell. I'm just saying, like... No. That um, would be a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that I would watch. <laughs> they're not... God, I really wish that they were still, like, truly mercenaries in the sense of, like, the board game. I don't think they are. Let me go look. Uh, Wait, what, what do you mean? What do you mean the board game? Like, like on the actual tabletop. I do not think. Oh, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, you'll talk. I'm going to be looking for the for this. Proceeds not to talk. Well, as a hold, on, I, I'm actually reading <laughs> something fat. Hold on, sorry, 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 sorry. I caught something. I'm doing some, 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 some looking on man eaters real quick. So I want to see if they say how they take armors and shit from their other map, from their employers. So I really hope that they say that in AOS. So I think I found it. Okay, yeah, no, okay, yeah, no, they say they do it in AOS too. They, they they try to copy the lifestyle of their masters. They'll even take servants from, like, green skins. They wear flamboyant armor and yada yada. Okay, so they they, they kind of say they do the same shit in AOS. That's good. That's good. So that means, like, you, you, you could kit bash the shit out of them in AOS and it'd still be lore accurate. Okay. Yeah, no, so it's, it's scavenize, much... scavenize ogres coming. Yeah, and that, that was part of kind of what uh, I was talking about with the ogres who served the vampire is that they were all wearing very much like vampire heraldry and they were using vampire weapons. That is pretty fucking cool. Yeah, no, they were dope as hell. They were called like the, they had a kind of a funny name. I'm going to like the, like, uh, like the Golgari or something like that. I, I don't think that's right. 
a, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, they were. <laughs> that's a guild from Magic the Gathering, my guy. Yeah, which is why I'm pretty sure that's not right. But they were dope as hell. Yep, nope, um, they're not. They're not. They can't be used as mercenaries. Oh, you meant as in like any army can have a little bit of man eaters with them, kind of like how you do gargants. Yeah. Oh, that's what you meant. Okay, yeah, that, that took me a second. I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Um, which kind of did you say they can or cannot? Cannot. I honestly, oh, God, rip. I would say that could be a house rule between us that if we ever playing each other, if we want to take like a, like a mercenary group of ogres, like that would just make sense. Yeah. Um. Do we want? I know we kind of talked about this in the um, Gloom Spike Gets episode, but do we want to talk a little bit about Noblars? I think because they are the secondary race with the ogres. Yeah, I think we should. Yeah, very like well. just for just for a second, because we kind of already went over this with Gloom Spite. But um, let's they they are grots. They are grots. Oh yeah, they, I think they're I think they're cousins to 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 goblins and um, yeah. And, and as whatnot. we stated in the Gloom Spite episode, they do hail from Scrap of Spell. Scrap a Scrap a Spill, which is where yeah. the the Loon King now resides. Yeah. Um, but if you remember, basically, they said the Nalbars got tired of everyone kicking their shit around. They're like, fuck you. We're going to go find the biggest, meanest boys to be our friends. And they're like, mm, ogres, my lord. Ogres, my lord. So basically, it's a symbiotic relationship. So basically, like, Grots do everything ogres don't want to do. And they also do a lot of tinkering and whatnot. So if you see some dumbass contraption, like if an ogre is running around shooting a cannon made from forks, chances are a Grot made it. Yep. Yeah. So like that's, that's pretty accurate. Or not a grot Noblar, sorry. So like Noblars do a bunch of the dumbass tink tinkering, and they do a bunch of the scavenging, and they do a bunch of the really like not fun jobs, like I don't know, mucking out mucking out the stables from you know, cleaning up the Rhinox shit and whatnot. Yeah. And what what they get in return is the ogres normally don't eat them. And if you fuck with the Noblars, chances are there's going to be a bunch of really angry ogres close behind. And it's like, I could fuck with the Noblars, but do I want to get eaten alive? So, like, they get they get protection from the ogres, essentially. Then that's kind of how that works. And then, like, a Noblar can roll up and be like, don't make me get my ogre. Don't make me get my Shrek. And then, like, yeah, it, it's an actual, like, val uh, you know, viable threat. Um, and the Nambars actually do fight with the ogres occasionally. Like they're, 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 they're small and weak, so they're not like a gigantic threat, but they do fight in hordes. And like if if it's one dude versus like 40 Noblars, chances are you're going to get shanked in the neck with a bottle. Yep. Like that's kind of how it goes. Actually, I think they throw dude. bottles like they, they throw scrap, I believe, in the actual board game. They throw like old rusty knives, but yeah, like yeah, don't right. Noblars. Like, one or two Noblars, maybe even five or ten Noblars, you good. But when there's, like, 50 Noblars, just run. Like, just fucking run. run. Unless just you're a Stormcast. Um, I think Noblars also, they also man the Noblar Scrap Launchers, which is which is one of the war machines for Ogres. It's just a catapult that throws the, you know, the kitchenware at people. Actually, they don't even throw, um like, bottles. What they actually have as their missile weapon is just called Sharp Stuff. Ran hey Phil, random <laughs> random bullshit go. Yep. Hundred <laughs> percent. I I am a huge fan of the Noblars because the Noblars are literally just, hey, I've got a sharp rock. Cool. Throw it. Um they, no, but the uh, the Noblar scrap launcher is actually really funny because like that's literally it's a catapult that throws scrap. But the funny thing is, is no 
Knoblar scrap launcher is the same because some Knoblars will have a bunch of forks in them and some scrap will, will be like, cool, it's nothing but like pointy rocks and a couple sticks. But then they're like, hey, you want to throw a random prisoner of war into this catapult and start committing war crimes? Or, hey, do you want to throw this really angry toad that explodes into horrific amounts of poisonous gas when agitated? Or, hey, do you want to just put a bunch of our shit into it and eat it at people? Oh, my God. So, like, Nobbler Scrap Bonders are wacky as fuck. Because I, I feel like that could be another, like, kit bash opportunity is if you, you could, like, put a little, like, ball of scrap in the catapult and there's just, like, a fucking arm sticking out of it because these fuckers stuffed a person into this cannonball or this catapult ball. All I can think is about all those carnival shows when they shoot somebody out of a cannon. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty fair. Except that, like, the Noblars have literally zero understanding of gunpowder or, like, how to do a carnival act. So they're in the middle of a carnival. A guy hops into one of these cannons, and they pull the trigger, and all that comes out is red mist. It's just like, well, there was a dude in there. <laughs> um, And, <laughs> Jesus Christ paste <laughs> i'm sorry oof <laughs> uh, fucking oof um Rip. the the other the other vehicle is the iron blaster this is like i talked about it for a second this is actually like proper fucking artillery for um ogres it's literally just a cannonball shotgun if that shotgun had the range of like you know 420 meters it's pretty fucking spooky like long range it's not like the end of the world but like if you are anywhere close to mid-range that fucking thing will paste mist removed from the timeline yep um yeah like like one one volley blow a castle wall apart like that's how strong they are is like iron blasters are fucking terrifying straight cannons from constant the siege of constantinople a little bit which is actually funny when you think about because those 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 would be ogre cannons, man, with how big those fuckers were. Like, yep. That's some ogre shit right there. So one thing I'd like to point out is that the OG uh iron um shit. What's the other half of their name? I just blanked on it. Guys, help. I believe in you. Oh help. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. I, I kind of space. What are we talking? What were you talking about? Iron blasters. Yes, iron blasters. Thank oh, you. the name. <laughs> <laughs> but no, the OG lore for iron blasters was that the way they would get their cannons is literally they'd beat an empire army with cannons and then just rob their cannons. Mm. Pardon me, hippity hoppity. I'm hippity hoppity. I'm taking your property. Yeah. And they and this was back in the old world, and then they just load them up with whatever shit they had on hand and fire it. Okay. Do do the do the ogres still have that war with the Sky Titans in AOS? I don't think so. I didn't, I didn't read anything about it. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Well, I know that was a fantasy thing. Like in in Warhammer Fantasy, the ogres had a massive war with the Sky Titans that almost wiped the ogres out, but they ended up winning. But we just knew like literally nothing about Sky Titans. I know in AOS, Sky Titans are just like a certain breed of Gargant. Yeah, I don't think so. But um, the really? uh, apparent apparently the origin of the Iron Blasters was like it was, it was ogres who did like hood rat shit and stole them from the Sky Titans. Because they had, like, citadels and shit, and, like, that's where they got them from. Mm. 
which I just think makes more sense in the fantasy version, because, like, I don't think Gargants really use, like, cannons and shit. They're more just like, I'm going to cast Bonk. Personally, but, you know, whatever. Is that about it for ogres? Um, we could. So, basically, I figured, like, later on we could do a second mini-episode on, like... The actual different mod tribes. Yeah, like the hardcore breakdown. Because like I said, like Beast Claw Raiders have like six different like rankings and whatnot. And it can get and it, it can it can go on for a while, which is well, pretty the, cool. Like, so what we covered were the actual different sub factions. We even cover the actual mall tribes because there are different mall tribes that are actually covered within the book, like Thunderbellies, which the Thunderbellies are known for using the cannons. Yeah, a boulder really heads, which are boulder heads, which are like the fucking like the super beast masters and shit. Yeah, but then like if you if if you break down specifically into Beast Claw Raiders, you get like all of their all of their like ranks and shit, you know, and things like that. So yeah, I kind of figured like as far as going down like the nitty gritty of ogres, we could do a, an ogres part two episode later on. Yeah, ogres, um, ogres, my lord, and also you know just keep just a uh, just just keep everyone else waiting, particularly Chungus. So now Chungus knows he'll get more ogres. Yes. Hey. Um, okay. Well, yeah. No, this was kind of a short one, but yeah, that that's well, we we had very few rants. I haven't hardly ever seen a scene so on topic. I was the one that had the rant, and that's do, rare. Do do and we? It, need was, to fix it lasted. It lasted a minute. <laughs> do, do we? Do we need to fix that? Um, I'm man. sure. I, I'm sure. Me and Phil could rant about tenth edition for a solid hour. <laughs> I'm gonna say the word captain. I'm just saying. Is it a bad or good rant? Um, so far we've been liking what we've been seeing in tenth edition. I've looked I've Phillips definitely looked more into it than I have. Okay, you but... say I've looked more into it. I watched like one video that was a breakdown on the Space Marine tenth edition. Literally the only like... thing that I know is the shit that you've told me. Yeah. So like no. technically I am correct. <laughs> no, honest to God, like I'm really looking forward to 10th edition. I'm going to be interested to see what my knights look like in 10th edition. And I'm going to be interested to see what how the Space Marines turn out in 10th edition. Yeah, I'm pretty pumped to see what um, tier and shenanigans we get. I'm pretty pumped. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm but, pretty excited. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Um, but yeah, I think I think that about wraps it up. Okay. Yeah. Cool beans. All right. Well, um, remember everyone, game night next Saturday, and we'll see all you motherfuckers in two weeks. See y'all later. He, uh, th- no, don't say that, Mitchell. Don't give us. Th- don't, don't say hopefully, because then it's gonna get fucked up. Hopefully, we will 